2: apple continues to drive a wedge between themselves and epic even if epic put the wedge there to start with apple's like well hey watch this hold my beer and matt and i might be samurais together yay fun
3: times right matt uh sure i'm here for the ride <laughs> this this podcast in a nutshell matt's here for the ride <laughs> uh what is today okay this is the gamers 2 podcast for august 21st your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest the mic dancing over there no it's like dropping it's the old like when i
2: feel that this is loose i don't know if it's the adapter that we have on these Mm -hmm. or if it's actual like it's just i don't need to touch my mic but i constantly fidget with it during the entire episode
3: yeah I've I've like I don't touch this now. Like I might do a slight adjustment here, that's it. Yeah. It's just, it just I mess sticks. with it. I'm
2: like, ooh, what about here? Here? Ooh, I'm standing more up straight. Let's move the mic up a little bit. Ooh, I want to slouch, let's move it
3: down. Yeah. I mean I do that a little bit, up and down. Yeah. Depending on, you know, but my when I go to move it up and day. down,
2: I grab it so my hand slightly takes it one way and I'm like, Oh, that feels loose. Why does it feel loose? And then
3: you know, one thing leads to another. Uh see I think you have a crappier Situation going. I don't then know I how do. you even justify that. I don't know. I mean, the, aren't we the you, same? You have some weird black thing going on. That's there, the like, adapter. Remember? Yeah. See, I don't have that. Yeah, because I think we had. There was something weird about mine's. Like, mine has an adapter, but it's metal. Oh,
2: I think it's because we ordered. We didn't order a second one of. Something was weird with. Mm-hmm. Who gives a shit? You're not here to listen to us talk about our how our mics are attached to the mic stands. Terribly is the answer. Cheaply is also the answer. Cheaply, terribly is a combined answer of those two. Uh, if you're still listening, power to you. I appreciate it. Leave a leave a review on whatever you're listening to. Leave a review. I don't. It, hey, listen. One star, five stars reviews. What's the saying? No press is bad press. Yeah. So I think that's the saying. In theory. Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> tell one friend. You know Tell one friend. How's that sound? One one friend. In theory, that has a trickle effect. Or? Unless you tell that one friend to stay away. Yeah. If you tell the one friend to stay away, you know what? Technically, you did what I asked. You told the friend. So at that point, I can't ask for any more. Uh, and then if you don't want to do any of those things, in the description of wherever you listen, there should be a thing that says questions slash comments. Click that. Leave us a question. Or a comment. Or a philosophical statement. A haiku. Uh, the seventh page of the Magna Carta. What your favorite amendment is. Do you believe in aliens? Are aliens Do the reason History in Channel in is still... Magic.
0: <laughs> From a young girl's heart.
2: Alright, so, Anyway. Yeah, this is actually a podcast about games. Theoretically, yeah, yeah. (laughs) this is a theoretical podcast about games. And here are some Matt that you could play that are brand new out this week.
3: New games. I was gonna make some weird mouth noise, but we won't. You just gotta get the. You gotta get the air horn
2: app. So just. Yeah. Yeah. All right, new releases for the week. Uh, Apex Legends Season 6 is officially here. Oh, my God. Season 5 is over. We are on to Season 6. I haven't played since they introduced Seasons. Number 2, Evergate for the Switch. Number 3, Microsoft Flight Simulator is out for the PC. Getting way more traction than I would have anticipated. Getting all so much traction <laughs> to the point where people I know that are much more shooter-focused have switched to streaming, not permanently, but like I've yeah. been streaming Microsoft Flight Simulator to that effect that uh, one and only, I'd say friend of the show, but I've only met him like four times, so I don't really can't, I not even know if that counts. Uh, Bruce Green, him and some of his cohorts, Kriken, Kriken, Kriken uh, Jacob, and I think a couple others might've been in on that. Flew in real time. I think it was the flight from LA to Dubai, which is 16 hours. Passing back and forth? Yeah, streamed the whole thing. At one point, Bruce was like asleep at the wheel, but they did the whole real-time real, real time flight and everything.
3: I watched the highlights video. They were, in a,
2: they were in a cockpit. They were in like a front half of an airplane. Oh, okay. That's interesting. With all the gear set up in front of them and whatever. Wearing the hats, the jackets. Aviators Because those are pilot Mandatory attire, yeah. yeah
3: Um, I watched a little highlight YouTube video Of Doc playing Flight Simulator Yeah Doc's playing Hutch was playing Tabes was playing It's. I heard it I read it referred to as the new crisis Yes So fun fact I played a little
2: There's more games I'll get there But I played a little Ooh. I downloaded it How'd you do that? Game
3: Pass Mind blowing. Five dollars, Matt. Five. Do you get the whole whole game, including? So you get the one hundred and no, 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 not the just the base base game. You don't get the one hundred and
2: stupid amount of money. Yeah, not the not the ultimate edition or whatever they call it. Just the base game. But let me tell you, base game, hundred and something gig install. Yeah, huge. Not small. Not Call of Duty, but not small. Yeah. In the yeah, in the middle. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and I was like, alright, I'm gonna give this a shot. Just because I'm so curious. I haven't actually ever played a Flight Sim. I don't have a stick. I don't have all the cool fancy stuff. Microsoft doesn't send me care packages, so I don't get the twenty seven thousand dollar setup some of these guys are rocking. No, I'm not bitter. I just find it funny how much equipment they sent those guys for Flight Simulator. Like an actual whole Thrustmaster kit and everything. Uh, So I was playing with my Xbox One controller wired to my PC. And I was having some finicky things with it. Like the controller was either doing sometimes like whatever it wanted or it was being too sensitive. uh, Mostly in menuing, not in flying. Mm -hmm. And I flew. I flew some things, Matt. Let me tell you. I flew a Cessna. Okay, that's a good starting starting plane. And then I was like, "This shit's tiny," so I need a seven forty seven Boeing, and I need to fly from New York, specifically uh, JFK, to LAX. Okay. So after I did two tutorial missions in the Cessna,
3: so you just went straight in. I felt I was comfortable. Okay. What else was there go. more to learn about flying? How many people were murdered on your flight?
2: Let's not discuss that yet. (laughs) You just push the thrusters forward. Plane goes faster as long as you keep it straight on the runway. And then once you kind of feel like you're going fast enough, you kind of pull back. And then things go in the air and you just kind of go. You just kind of point it in the general direction. Yeah. There's a compass. You just got to know you got to go up so much. And then you just got to stay flat and keep going. Why people think flying is hard, couldn't tell you. (laughs) What I could tell you is when I crested 35,000 feet and I was somewhere in Pennsylvania, because I opened up the map so I I could see something
3: really terrible. (laughs) What (laughs) I was gonna be like, and then the Taliban show up. Uh, No, 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 we're not to that.
2: I didn't crash in that field, so I'm over Pennsylvania. And I was like, this has taken me a very long time. I might have been 30 minutes or so just into off the ground, make sure I don't hit the Empire State Building and stay high. Yeah. And I, I had my moments where I was, you know, we're, we're tilting and there's some turbulence is what I would have called back and been like, oh, you guys should buckle up some turbulence. No, it's just an incompetent pilot. But, yeah. you know, we call it turbulence. And I was like, I don't want to keep going. Like, I'm going to land this thing, but I don't need to do the, the let's just keep this level for the whole country. Which speaks to how ever Bruce and them did it for 16 hours to Dubai, I would have lost my mind. But power to them. I couldn't make it out of Pennsylvania. <laughs> I was just like, I'm good. I can't. So I went to the controls and turned on AI control. Now, before I had set off, I had chosen my flight path like takeoff and destination to be JFK and LAX. Uh huh. So I thought that was my course. So I said, okay, I've gotten this far. AI take over. And the AI takes over and it starts doing like some recorrections and some turnings and whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. It's just kind of redirecting me back on where I should be towards LAX. I I think I was probably a little bit too north on the latitude. So makes sense. Yeah. I kind of—I'm looking off at my other screen, checking my phone and some stuff. And I glance back at my screen, and I'm still turning, and I'm like, I'm turning way too long. There's no way it's that far. And I look at the map, which just shows you know the little plane symbol and the uh and the map. Yeah, what the fuck am I talking about? And the map, and I'm pointing south now, mm-hmm. and I'm slowly continuing to turn back towards New York. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We are not removing all the work that I have done, and you are not taking me back to New York. So I quick turn off the AI and retake over the plane. I hijack the plane from the AI, and I just yank that thing as hard as I could right back around. So we did a circle over Pennsylvania for absolutely no fucking reason. (laughs) I made it to, I don't know, West Virginia maybe, and I crashed the thing.
3: I was like, "All right, let's see how fast I could get going in a plummeting straight down motion." It didn't let me hit the ground. That's what I noticed was uh, when Doc was playing was it doesn't really let you crash. It once you reach like what critical it as a
2: critical stress, yeah, and it says you've broken the plane. You don't even get to like crash it because mm-hmm. I tried to. I was initially like, "Let's crash it," and then as I saw the, I'll tell. No, hey, uh-uh. come over here. In a chair. Chair.
3: Chair or window? Pick one. Cats, man. Dumbass. Window. window. Picked window, in case you are curious.
2: <laughs> he has chosen the window.
3: Uh, as the
2: altimeter was plummeting, I was like, oh, I'm going to actually... This actually kind of... Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to try to crank this thing at the last second. Uh-huh. At, you know, 2,000 feet. If it'll let me get there and see... Not necessarily exactly at 2000 because I know no matter what I do at $2,000, i am going way too fast to pull that back up. I think 10000 might have been my goal. I was like, I'm just going to try to crank this thing and do the greatest just... I'm going to graze this cornfield mm-hmm. <laughs> and pull back up. Didn't let me. It crashed yeah, me before. Like, nah. It crashed me before I got to turn back up. It was like, nah, Hull stress. Yeah. Wings I, don't broken. Reach, I don't know if I'd reached like a terminal velocity or something, but yeah. A little
3: bit of a letdown on
2: that one, but... Yeah. There were... Uh, people flying into Epstein's Island. Bunch of Cessnas were all landing on Epstein's Island.
3: Fantastic.
2: And other ones, because it uses satellite imagery, you could fly to people's houses and like fly around and stuff. Uh, the new joke was, you want to tell somebody you really don't like them, you fly to their house in Flight
3: Simulator and crash your plane into their house, send them the video. I wonder if they have like Bush Pilot stuff to where you can like land on dirt. Like uh similarly probably, probably. Like, pontoon planes and stuff. As long I would
2: assume as pontoons, I think you definitely can't, because I think they've shown that. Uh dirt strips, probably as long as it's actually listed as like an a, a legal airfield or emergency thing and they have mm-hmm. it, you can probably land there, I would assume. But yeah. Tell you what, man, trying to keep that 747 straight with full throttle coming off a runway, I'm just like Keep it straight. Keep it straight. Keep it straight.
3: No, we're going to the right. No, we're... keep it straight. Keep it straight. Right, 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 right. Keep it straight. <laughs> I had a. Uh, you fly more often than I do. I had a weird experience when we were coming back from the uh, Dominican Republic. Uh, the pilot landed the plane sideways s- so gracefully. Oh, there was like almost imperceivable amount of yeah, no like, bounce, yeah. nothing. Whole plane started clapping. I've had it happen once. I was like, where, I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I didn't realize that was a thing. Like, when you get a good landing, everyone's got to clap. Like, that's a thing? Okay. I, I mean, have to? No. But it's more like, you're one of the few. Yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. I'm not going
2: to lie. Yeah, pretty I've impressive. had it happen once. I don't think it was when I was coming back here. I think it was when I was landing somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it was like this, you know, what you're saying, per- perfect... <laughs> my own hair's getting in my eyes, I think. Um perfect landing. I don't know that's like, oh, yeah, man. yours is way longer now. Uh perfect landing. And I was just like, oh, that's what it's like to uh not bounce down the yeah. runway. But here's some other games you could play, Matt. If we didn't sell you on a five dollar Game Pass gigantic flight simulator. Number four is Mortal Shell for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Then, number five, Spiritfarer for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and Stadia. Number six, Battletoads for the PC and Xbox. Battletoads is, it exists, Matt. It is officially here. It's a thing. Number seven, Frostpunk On The Edge DLC for the PC. Number eight, Griefhelm for the PC. Number nine, Pastel Blind Karma for the PC. Number ten, Peaky Blinders Mastermind for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. I believe that's a, what, British show, Peaky Blinders?
3: Uh, I think so. I want to say it's like some sort of BBC thing, but it's like on Netflix now, maybe, or another show, or... Yeah, I I, I want to say
2: Netflix, that sounds right, but hey, somebody will correct us. Number 11, Remnant from the Ashes, Subject 29, 23, DLC, and Complete Edition are now out on PC, PS4, and Xbox. Okana, Four Rhythms Across the Blue for the PS4 and Switch. Number 13, New Super Lucky's Tale for the PlayStation and Xbox. And number 14, PGA Tour 2K21 for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and Stadia.
3: We have to keep our eyes on that one. Maybe if, it, uh, if there's a sweet it sale. Needs more.
2: It needs more, I think.
3: Yeah. 20 bucks, we could probably have our fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, but
2: 20 bucks in December, where we give people enough time to create courses and mods and yeah. put all the things that they won't put in it. In it.
3: Yeah. Hey, we're not going to pay for the master's license. Okay, community will just make it. Don't worry. Just give us the tools to make it. Um, Before we get into the news, I do want to put a small disclaimer in for you and the listeners. I, I like did this, this for doc me. <laughs> while I was extremely tired and I was several Oktoberfest deep. So Ooh. it might be a rough ride. We'll see. We'll see how we did. You know, it'll be a test. Um, uh, spoiler alert for you. I previewed your doc. Okay. So is it You're,
2: bad? Good. Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay. All right. Good. I was just, I mean, I didn't really read it. I was just doing the headline, headline, headline. Okay. I don't look like a miss. Okay. I? So
3: there might still be some disaster in there. Cause I was like so tired. And I was just like, I did it. And I was like, ah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reread it. I'm just <laughs> gonna go die. I could I could go for some good Oktoberfest. We're about that time too. Yeah. I I have not I tried Sierra Nevada's. I feel like it's a lot sweeter this year. Mm, not a big fan of it. I did the Spaten, Spaten Spaten, the German uh, German brewery. Delicious. Um That's it so far. The one you brought up last time was good. Yeah, uh Von that was Von Trapp, Trap yeah. I think. Yeah. I bought their the Vermont um, one. I bought their variety pack, which came with a Pilsner, a Hellas, a Dunkel, and a Vienna Lager, Ooh. and it was eight, eighteen bucks. Spectacular, hmm. yeah, it was really good. I, I bought it for the Pilsner, my least favorite beer of the pack. Interesting, yeah, which was it was really weird. Normally, I'm not a fan of the Dunkel Vienna thing. Well, the good news is when we go to mount your TV, yeah,
2: we'll do we'll that. Get, But we'll mount the TV first. Then get sloshed. Yeah, then then drink. And then watch
3: Mosquito on a really big TV for no fucking reason. (laughs) Watch
2: Mosquito (laughs) in 4K HDR.
3: Uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be in
2: like 360p. Yeah. Anything to make your wife hate us. Yeah. Honestly, it wouldn't take that though. We could get that done before we finish mounting the TV. (laughs) Step in the house. Oh hey, what are you
3: doing here? All right, well, fucking never mind. <laughs> fuck. Uh, what do you want? Do you want odds evens? I want evens. All right, starting number one. Apparently, Nintendo held an indie world showcase. Uh, here's some of the announcements. I mean, you say apparently because you just don't pay attention to Nintendo. Yeah, and this is the, this yeah, is the result of like when
2: you when you write the doc and you're like, well, apparently they did this. I'm like, yeah, I saw three different days of public like promotional material from Nintendo about, hey, this is coming. <laughs> yeah, I don't get any of that. This is why well, I don't like. I'm also on. I see it on Twitter and you yeah. know, stuff like that.
3: Yeah, I don't do Twitter. It's really interesting because we do get clearly two different spheres of news. Yes, I don't do Twitter at all. So, like, that is a whole thing that I miss out on, a, a significant portion of talk. Um, That's where I hear the echo chamber of opinions. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're both, like... Everywhere is w- Yeah, echo we're probably both in echo chambers to a certain extent. I mean, you go to a Reddit thread.
2: It's yeah. an echo chamber until mm-hmm. somebody creates a Reddit thread for the other echo chamber. That's the other side of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, That's why you have to look everywhere, people. TVs was the big one because I started researching TVs and like the oh. different subreddits each had their own little echo chamber of like, this is the best TV. This thing's a piece of shit. You know, it's yeah. interesting. Anyways, uh, where were we? Indie, <laughs> Nintendo Indie World Showcase announcements. Hades, uh, super giant best known for games like Transistor and Bastion, is yeah. Empire, Empire, is bringing its Greek mythology fueled roguelike to the Switch this fall. Which is interesting because that might be the same time
2: that they actually finally release it.
3: <laughs>
2: it's been early access since it released in twenty eighteen, really, and they've just been adding to it. They've never actually, they still haven't officially hit. Like, here is the full game. They keep updating it and they keep. I thought it was. It. I assumed it was out. You go look at the Steam page; it still says early access on it. And if you go to like try to find out if it is released, everything says Q 4 2020. Lovely. So, my guess is that's related to when they will actually release. They'll also drop the final version on Nintendo because I don't know that Nintendo on their store allows early access titles. I don't know if that's a thing or not.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt they would. They would just kind of... They it. might not know what it means. That's fair point. Uh, the retro futuristic... Don't know what that means. Internet sim hypnospace <laughs> outlaw is jumping from PC to Switch. So I didn't even realize that when I saw you editing and I saw
2: where your cursor was and I I did the little Mm -hmm. grammatical change. I didn't realize how much of an oxymoron retro-futuristic is. Yes. Yes. Because the only time you say something like
3: that is retro-futuristic is what steampunk is. Yeah. So I'm assuming I I didn't. All right. I haven't looked really at any of these games. Oh, color me shocked. I kind of just grabbed descriptions and went with it. Uh, So, I don't know. I'm assuming it's some sort of steampunk-esque game, but, you know, whatever.
2: As always, check your sources.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The team... That's for you and a listener. (laughs) (laughs) The team behind the Rain series has a new card-based game called Card Shark. Learn the art of card manipulation through high-stakes gambling set in 18th century Europe. 18th century Europe sounds completely correct for the team of Reigns. Okay.
2: Reign of Kings, it's those ones. That's what they're talking about.
3: I know the name. Can't place anything.
2: (laughs) Anything. I cannot place but
3: one hair upon this doll's head. Uh, Garden story puts players in the role of a plump little Concord grape named Concord. I would have never guessed. On a quest to restore their home island. I'm curious what it means
2: by home island. Like, you're a grape... Like, it doesn't even relate to grapes. Grapes aren't... I maybe just, maybe I you questions. visit other islands and that's Are other islands identify... just other boxes in the garden? Maybe. Because I'm only a grape, so I'm not going to be uh, like the Fruit of the Loom grape where I'm a full man in a grape costume running around oh yang through... People's houses and homes. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> um, dad's going to come home and beat me with a
3: toaster. I don't have an answer for you. Uh, I'm intrigued because who doesn't love grapes? Bear and breakfast. You run a bed and breakfast, and you're also a bear.
2: Okay. I'm more intrigued by this one, me by too. anything, by this more than anything else. Yeah. And Hades has always intrigued me, but you're going to tell me I'm a bear and I run, a, run bed, a bed and, and breakfast. breakfast? Yeah. What do we think the name of the bed and breakfast is? Cuz I guarantee you don't get to name it, but what do you think it's probably named? The picnic basket. Ooh, interesting. I was going to go with Goldilocks. The bare
3: necessities. Ooh,
2: that's a good one. Uh just right.
3: <laughs> just right. Okay. That's a good one. Um that's a good one. Uh do you shit in the woods? <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> it's, a, what's it's a long the, name for a bit of What's the Charmin tagline? Oh, oh, that's bounty. Uh
2: I don't remember. It's something about less is more.
3: Okay, well, fuck it then. Because their uh, whole
2: thing is like, your family doesn't need to use more
3: toilet paper because ours is super thick. Okay.
2: I don't know why the KFC Colonel
3: was doing that, but all right. It's a it's a Illuminati. They're all owned by the same people. Um, Tinfoil hat
2: time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a short hike is available on Switch now. Oh, yeah. A short hike mixes the quaint charm of Animal Crossing with the wide open exploration of The Legend of Zelda. I don't know if I like the, that. That description. I. It's like, hey, here's one
2: great thing, and here's another widely liked great thing. We shoved them together, and I'm like,
3: I. Ah, yeah. I actually know this game. Oh holy shit. And I agree. Because it leaves out I don't know, it has it does have a, a certain charm to it. Um Like does it stop at that description, I guess, is what my worry is. Where it's like, hey, it's an open world like Zelda and other open world games. I get the Zelda comparison, but I feel like you would You can go there, you can you climb would it. get misled by mm-hmm. the Zelda comparison at the same time. Because it has, like, old Zelda vibes to me. Oh, old Zelda. So, not Breath... I mean, it didn't specify Breath yeah, of the Wild. Yeah, not Breath of the Wild. Um, but there's also, like, you play as, like, a bird. And you can kind of, like, fly around at points and stuff. Like, oh, okay. But not always. Like, it's... I think birds fly, don't hike. But, you know, that's how you ever want to go with it. Well, like, I think there's some sort of, like... It, it appears there's, like a, uh, like, a... Like a... Like a... Like a... Like a... Like a... Verticality to it. Okay. So like I feel what I the little bit I watched of the game, it seems like if you need to get quickly to a place that you've already been, you can kind of like fly there almost, uh, but you have to fast travel without the option of fast traveling. Something like that. I don't know. I have uh, I know someone who who got it like the day it came out on Switch, so we'll see. We'll see what they're what is. I'll wait for your report back then. Manifold Garden. <laughs> Is now available on Switch. The game has players navigating an M.C. Escher style landscape, trying to understand a world made entirely of impossible architecture.
2: Okay. Yeah. Every Anytime I hear M.C. Escher, I can only think of White and Nerdy. So, works. M.C. Escher is my favorite M.C.
3: It's like the math-based art. Yeah. Uh, Cappy Games, Grindstone. Will be coming to the Switch this autumn. Why say autumn? Fall. This fall. Come on. Uh,
2: don't disrespect our friends in Europe who like a good autumn.
3: They can take their autumn and and their colors, their paparutes. <laughs> and their aluminium. Uh, <laughs> an untitled Goose Game announcement that we'll talk about later. Oh, really? That's all you? You son of a bitch! It's the
2: next story, and that's how you. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, in case anybody was wondering how soon we were going to take to talk about it. Number two, Untitled Goose Game is adding another horrible goose to its repertoire. Developer House House announced today that it will release a local two-player co-op mode as a free update on September 23rd. Co-op will be available on all platforms. Additionally, the game is coming to Steam and Itch.io. House House has also teamed up with IM8Bit and Panic Incorporated to release physical copies of the formerly digitally, or sorry, formerly digital-only game, in addition to a vinyl version of its soundtrack. Both will be released on September twenty-ninth, with pre-orders open
3: now. It was a natural evolution that everyone wanted.
2: Yes we have now only gone farther into the future and seen the possibilities of a game where you are a goose stealing a gardener's bell honk honk
3: i still think we M- need the muppet, the muppet the beaker but, one yeah the beaker
2: it, that when they did that i was uh for the game awards i so badly wanted that to be like uh not even a you just be the same game, but just skin like it. A skin, yeah. yeah. Skin it over is the option to play as Beaker because it was awesome. Just, beep, 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 beep. Uh yeah. I'm in. I like the idea. The co-op. I, I'm curious to see how local two-player co-op works. Are there two asshole geese? I assume that's the idea where they're adding another horrible goose to its repertoire. There should be. And I want to know what the and I could look it up. But I'm not going to right now because I'm recording a podcast. Uh, What the physical editions look...
3: Sorry about that. (laughs) That was me just throwing my glasses across the room.
2: Well, Matt's blind. Uh, What the physical editions look like. Like, what artwork did they choose? And what does this vinyl look like? Because the vinyl... I can already picture what the... The cover looks like for the game because it's just going to be that kind of green background. Clearly the farmer, clearly the goose, clearly the goose doing a honk motion or running away. Either honk motion on the front and run away on the back. It's going to be something like that. But on a vinyl cover where you have a lot more space, I'd like to see them get up to like multiple scenes.
3: Or just it's a giant goose head. I feel like they're going to do one of the vinyl albums that's uh, not a normal color. Like, that'll be either, like, you know, clear or white or red or something like that. Are you talking about the actual vinyl itself or the cover? Yeah, the actual vinyl
2: itself. I think the actual vinyl itself, I think it should be, the cover should be scenes of sorts. Maybe well-known moments or something. But the vinyl itself should be a white goose face. Just, it's staring at you. Maybe honking. Yeah, either like black vinyl and then the white goose to make it stand out. Or two goose, both just like looking at you or doing doing the honk motion. Just come at, me, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Bro. I'm a goose. I take your bell and
3: I wag it and I make it go
1: ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling
3: and it's mine now. <laughs> goose game. Uh, let's see here. The Epic Games and Apple plot has thickened. Oh boy, number three coming in with drama. Uh, Apple is preparing to terminate all developer accounts and cut off iOS and Mac development tools uh, access from Epic Games. Uh, In a tweet from the official Epic Games news account, uh, the company said it was filing a motion for a temporary restraining order against Apple to prevent it from cutting off its development access which Apple apparently plans to do on August 28th. In its notice, Epic attests that this action by Apple would cause, quote, irreparable harm to Epic, including cutting off future development and updates on an Unreal engine for the platform, preventing developers making apps on Unreal from having access to newer versions, forcing them to move to other engines.
2: So you know how Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is based around the idea that we have corporations going to war. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah, you could build a pretty big army with two trillion dollars. If I was making as much money as Epic was month by month, I would have amassed a small army of children oh.
3: Wait, Wait a, a second. <laughs> you know who else has a small army of children? Asia's Apple factories. Yeah, they do. Got to make all those iPhones. All the my. Let's think about this for a second. Let's just
2: those are horrible jokes. Let's just back up for a second, though.
3: Apple. Yep. Worth two trillion dollars. Uh huh. Yeah. One single fucking company. Yep. Two. Trillion. With a T. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dollars. Yep. Why? People are stupid. I like iPhones. Don't get me wrong. I like iPhones as much as the next guy. Two trillion dollars. As much as the next person that also
2: likes iPhone. Because in this room, that it ain't it ain't me. Uh, <laughs> but... Have have either of us changed on our stances from last time, or had any other developmental type? Um,
3: I haven't really been forward f- thinking following it because it's basically just like f- because of the the con the content like who's involved. All we're really getting now is opinion pieces. Yes, so I haven't really been. Reading them. I've been watching stuff like this where it's like an actual... Like, the only other thing I saw that was somewhat interesting was that the judge who's taking their case is someone who ruled previously in favor of Apple. Yeah, that's interesting. So, like, you know, that's relevant. But... Yeah, because if you're Epic's lawyers, you immediately try to
2: get him not to do it.
3: Yeah. But that's it.
2: I mean... I think it's still just interesting whenever the idea of anti-competitiveness comes up with Apple, because going back to last week, first off, we're not lawyers. Second off, we have no real reason to discuss law and how it's applied in these situations. Thirdly, we're going to. So (laughs) when it comes to anti-competitiveness, and we had the whole conversation of Apple makes the iPhone, Apple made iOS. Google makes the Pixel. Bunch of other people also make Android phones. Google makes a version of Android. There are other versions of Androids. I mean, the one that it ships with, I believe, is usually Google. And then baked in for your carriers. As is. I'm pretty sure iPhones are baked in for your carrier as well. With Verizon apps and whatever else. But the conversation that we had is that the iOS store is the only store on Apple. Google's got at least three. Play Store, Amazon has an App Store, Samsung has an App Store. So there are other competitive measures there that I think Epic would easily lose the argument with them of being anti-competitive just because there are those other stores. I guess the only thing that Epic really needs to do I gotta be careful uh, (laughs) is to not release Fortnite on their app stores but create an app store and put Fortnite inside it. Uh, For Google.
0: For Android you're saying.
2: And then they can keep fighting with Apple. But then just go to Google and be like, hey, we made an app store. It has this and maybe a couple mobile games that we decided to publish because we're a giant company who doesn't give a fuck where our money goes. Mm -hmm. And we just want to spite you.
3: Yeah. That's interesting, though. So if you have. What type of phone do you have now? LG? Uh, I currently have a Motorola. Motorola.
1: Can you download
3: the other app stores on your phone? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I already have them.
2: Or at least I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do. Okay. Because I also did the backup and transfer over. But Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I have them, yeah. Okay. But yes, I know I can get them. Okay. That was the thing I was curious about. Because I I had a Samsung before, which came with it by default. Mm -hmm. And I had my Pixel, which also loaded my Samsung one because of my... I think I can just get it anyway, but I I have my Samsung smartwatch Mm -hmm. and other stuff that... Yeah. You know connects up to it we shall see yeah i'm i'm intrigued to watch as somebody is to watch a gladiatorial fight yeah i'm just curious to see what happens i don't really give a shit one way or the other because it doesn't it doesn't affect me i
3: somewhat care because i feel like if if epic wins and you get the situation see i'm assuming that it's going to be kind of what you were just talking about that whole app store situation and that type of thing to where it would be something where apple would have to open up their phone to other app stores and other other things like that i would not like that because i feel like you you lose you have the potential to lose quality across the board so like that ruling would have implications and not necessarily have, it could have implications on consoles and other devices that I think are better off as a closed loop. But yeah, it's it. I mean, that's
2: always the the part where we both come back to where I don't give a shit how this specific instance falls. It's the ripples after it. Like I don't care that you drop the stone into the water because i know what's going to happen when you drop the stone. Yeah, i'm curious to see as those ripples come to shore what is being eroded and what is happening there. If that even makes sense. There's your nature analogy and eventually Nate will get in some type of voice changing impression. Is it's, it my turn?
3: It is your turn. I was like looking at it, I'm like I, all right, i already i already
2: read this. Helps when I have my thing in my hands. Hey, number four. We're recording a podcast, kids. Number four. Last week, Five Oh Five Games announced users who already own Remedy developed Control on Xbox One or PlayStation Four will not receive the new Ultimate Edition of Control on Xbox Series X or PlayStation Five. The publisher claims there are barriers preventing it from offering a free next gen upgrade as other companies have done. Quote, we have, sp- or sorry, we spent several months exploring all of our launch options for Control Ultimate Edition, and no decision was taken lightly. While it is challenging bringing any game to next-gen platforms, we qu- quickly realized it was even more difficult to upgrade our current user base to, to next-gen with full parity across platforms with our year-old game. Every avenue we pursued. There was some form of blocker, and those blockers meant that at least one group of players ended up being left out of the upgrade for various reasons. As of today, we can't offer an upgrade to everyone, and leaving any one group out feels unfair. We understand that this is not what you want to hear.
3: End quote. Matt, immediate thoughts. I have three thoughts. Okay, let's start with the first one. The first one is, I can't wait for us to be in the next generation so we can stop saying playstation 4 xbox one and playstation five and xbox series x in the same sentence i will This podcast will shorten itself by three minutes uh thought number two is uh i really appreciate the clear concise somewhat concise uh response by remedy and five hundred five or whoever the statements from five hundred five games. Number three was my immediate like this is just a gut reaction and like ooh, it's just ooh, be my one thing to say. It's the entitlement thing. Ooh, not never mind. Not my one thing to say. <laughs> okay. My gut reaction. See, I didn't read into I all of like you know I didn't see too many people complaining. But now that like everyone's doing upgrades. Now everyone feels like they should get an upgrade for all their games, which I'm just like, that's not how the world works. And, you know, it's not a perfect world. But go ahead. You feel differently. Not necessarily, because we do have we have
2: discussed entitlement problems ad nauseum for the last couple of years on this podcast. The problem comes when. You're doing it, you're making the move. And other people aren't having a problem making the move. Mm -hmm. But somehow you're having a problem making the move. Mm. To which my bullshit radar is going off. Mm. It's really difficult because we don't understand how to make up the money if we just give it to you for free. Is what I think they want to say.
3: Okay. But they need to frame frame it
2: in such a way that they're like... There's a lot of loops and technical things where it's like, I bet if you sat down with Xbox and had a conversation with them about like, hey, these are the problems we're experiencing, there's a solid chance Xbox would go, yeah, we can help you and figure it out. So PlayStation might be a little bit more finicky only because they're them, but I have a feeling it's doable. Mm -hmm. I don't know what would be holding you back. If the idea is parity between the two, I don't think anybody is asking to be able to play it on the Xbox Series X and the Xbox One.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't think anybody's asking for those. So is back- the
3: content that's going to be in the Ultimate Edition also going to be available? The yeah, it's, the DLCs. So it's all. the same content? Yeah. Or is I, there new stuff? I think there's an up-res pack for the, the okay. new stuff or whatever. Because my... I don't... I'm not super up-to-date with Control. I assumed that what was included in the Ultimate Edition? There was something more than what was capable that then was given to the previous gen.
2: I believe the Ultimate Edition is the same thing as always, where it's a complete edition, mm-hmm. and then I believe the next gen is getting a te- uh, you know your upres pack and stuff like that. Okay, but Control is a single player game. There's it. it it's hard for me to. it's the whole problem speculation and i don't know what's going on back behind the scenes that you can't figure out nobody's asking for cross-platform play which is the not cross-platform but cross generations which is the only thing i think that could be really hanging you up Mm -hmm. because if you're already releasing it the only thing you need to do is go look at the player save files and import a save file like that's that that's why i don't see nobody's asking to go hey I want to have this here and there. I want cross save between the two. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm insane. He's double checking for me.
3: I'm just rereading the wording there. Yeah, was... it's like we ran into barriers where
2: some people would have problems. And it didn't feel right to alienate a group. So instead, we alienated the whole. And I'm like, Wait, what group were you having problems? Maybe it is what I was saying. Maybe Xbox, they did figure it out. But PlayStation, mm-hmm. they can't figure out how to do it.
3: In the original article that I was pulling the quote from, the original quote had a like more detailed technical information in it. But I cut it out for, uh, you know, obviously... To keep it short. Right. And that would probably have answered. At least partially. Some of our (laughs) questions. Because there. I remember there was. I mean. I think you're. In the grand scheme of things. I think you're probably right. Uh, Because it's a single player game. It is the same content. So like. What the fuck's the problem? But. I would assume
2: that they're maybe trying to do. Some. Cross save shit or something. Which wouldn't really, which wouldn't make sense. All I'm saying is, hey, I'm going to buy a Series X. I'd like to bring control over and my save file. I'm not going to go back to my Xbox One. Why would I? That doesn't make sense. So, it is what it is. Yeah. Luckily, I luckily I played it on PC and don't have any of these problems. So, PC is the future.
3: For some reason, this is going to be really bizarre, but I normally hold, I use my iPad for reading stuff. I normally hold my iPad in my right hand and read it. On the last story I read, I held it in my left hand and read it. And I would, hardest time in the world doing that. I Something about the shift and like it's not my normal routine <laughs> I was like having the hardest time trying to like it's a routine follow thing, it's a routine thing the
2: words I mean I feel you but I do I do both I think because I do this and I I don't do this I actually mm-hmm. never do this I'm always left handed it feels really uncomfortable right it's just like that's kind of nah, It just kind of feels weird
3: I'm gonna try it next story right. let's see how bad I do uh, Laszlo Jones left Rockstar Games earlier this year. According to Jones's LinkedIn profile, he left in April after 19 years at the Grand Theft Auto developer, where he served as writer, director, and producer on many of Rockstar's biggest games. He is also known for appearing uh, as in-game radio DJ and personality in all Grand Theft Auto games since GTA 3. On his profile, Jones wrote that he is currently working on multiple projects, including developing new shows for Disney and Netflix, and consulting for an unnamed video game company. It's kind of uh I I was saddened by this more than I had anticipated. I had always known the name from the radio DJ part and
2: not put the two together for some reason.
3: Yeah. Okay. So when I
2: saw this I was like, "Oh. That okay, that makes sense." Yeah. But I just never put them together. But why did it why did it sadden you more than you thought?
3: Just because like then there's the idea that, you know, we won't we won't hear Laszlo the DJ in whatever next GTA we get. That's
2: true. So. Maybe they'll have a channel called like Tribute or something. Tribute ninety eight seven or something, you know. And it'll play
3: old Laszlo content. That would be fun. When we
2: get GTA 6 in 2025.
3: I mean, I wonder what this unnamed video game company is that he's working for as well. I mean, that's kind of interesting. I mean,
2: developing new shows for Disney and Netflix and consulting for an unnamed video game company. Yeah. So it's not like he's actually, you know, di- having a design yeah, Consulting is a, and, uh, yeah. is a wide... I mean, Reggie's consulting for like 18 different things at this point. So, yeah, he could just be on a board of directors of a way in a sense of just kind of like, yeah. All right, cool. What do you think you should do here? Yes, yes,
3: maybe. See you next week.
2: Who are you again? I hate you. Who is that guy? Fire that guy over there. He wore a brown suit and a brown tie, but two different shades. Get him out of here. And not the way you normally would think. It was a light suit with a dark tie. Who does that? Number six, Facebook has announced that it will begin to require new users to log into Oculus VR devices using Facebook accounts beginning in October of 2020. Facebook will end support for existing Oculus accounts after January 1st, 2023, and those who do not wish to use Facebook accounts to log in will not be able to use the Full functionality of their Oculus devices. I don't even own one, and I saw this
3: and I got pissed. Same. Same, same. same. You own one. <laughs> yeah. uh I've been thinking all week, like every once in a while, I'll pop in the back of my head, okay, do I keep it for a couple years or do I sell it now? Sell it now and buy a different one. Yeah, but then it's like, there's no. This is the issue with VR. You really don't have. If you go from Can you just go to Samsung? No, because they're mixed reality. They're the Windows mixed mm. reality headsets and they aren't as good. Like the the panels in them, like the headsets themselves, as far as the screen goes, are better, but everything else about them is worse. Ah. So then you're going to a rift. Which is No, sorry. Uh Vive. Yeah, you'd either have to go Vive or whatever or, the other one is now. Or, or the what the fuck's the Valve one called? Oh my god! Isn't that the Vive? No, the Vive is HTC. Well, it was the they were together. Uh, well, they have their own. They have separate shit now. Yeah. So the Val the Valve Index, Galaxy Index, index. Yeah. and obviously those are each $1, for yeah. a thousand dollars. Yeah. So it's like, so you you sell yours, you put a down payment on a house, yeah, and you buy the new one. Yeah, so, I mean, realistically, I was thinking about doing the sim racing thing because of the headset. and That I could is just... true.
2: So now if we just throw $3,000 at the problem, we can get the full kit plus a new VR headset. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're right, Matt. The new headset wasn't the problem. <laughs> the other $2,000 was. <laughs> Sam! <laughs> So that's the... Bad news!
3: That's the dilemma right there. Honey, what's that uh, freight truck doing outside? Don't worry about it. Oh, that's a race car. <laughs> we, just, we just had to skip the sim part. We're just going straight race yeah. car. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> we said, wait a second. Fuck this computer shit. We can do it for real. You're going to have to get me out of the barrier, though, because Matt's going to try <laughs> to pit me. And it's going to be a whole thing. We got uh, a dirt track small
3: we got we can make horrible life decisions yeah we're gonna be like the rest of your neighbors running around in uh side by sides can we not be like my neighbors
2: <laughs> can we do a, like almost anything in our being you know what was great to not be like my neighbors
3: driving home today from work going down the middle of the i don't know where the fuck that boulevard is in utica traffic all there's over a the lot place. of them traffic all over the place a yeah, I guess that's a risky. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's not important. The one leading into York, like Yorkville? The one that leads into like downtown Utica from my house. It's uh yeah. yeah, Risky Boulevard. It is now. Um Traffic all around, you know, cars coming home, blah blah blah. Fucking side by side goes ripping by me. Fucking light bar on and everything and i'm looking around like what the fuck trooper right in the parking lot rips right by the trooper trooper doesn't move and i get it some of them are street legal i get it but come on come on come on you want to know your chance of them being street legal slim to none yeah especially i'm pretty sure 42 inch light bars are not street legal when the when your light
2: bar is long, is wider than your side by side, yeah, you might be a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my god, I hate it! I hate it so much. Um, I was surprised we didn't see one when we went down to the gas station. I know, I was too. We we missed the uh, meetup. Oh, we, we we missed the meetup, but we did get the guy with a completely shit house left yeah, rear wheel. <laughs> yeah, classic.
3: Ripped that um, guy's truck. Number seven, EA Play, the subscription service formerly known as EA Access. I wish that was the whole name. Is coming to Steam on August 31st. About time. We knew it was
2: happening now that they made the whole deal with Steam and EA are now playing nice and they had said it'll be making its way there at some point. Well, there you go. Good to see. Also funny just to see. uh, I wish the whole new name. I love EA Play. It's the correct name. I said it last week. It's a good name. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Now I want the name to be EA Play, the subscription service formerly known as EA Access. We can keep that going. Such as Prince, the artist formerly known as Prince. What is
3: his new name? Dead. It's just the artist formerly known as Prince. Is what I don't
2: know. He's dead. I don't know what he did. Yeah, I can't ask you know, him. What you're, he go- you're
3: right. It's not important. He's I can't, dead. I can't. He's not worth anything now. Fuck him. <laughs> I can't ask him what he goes for anymore. Hey, what do you go by?
2: Anytime you want to answer. I'll wait. He's not dead. He just went home. Are you one of the people that air spray painted him on the side of a building in the clouds? Was that a thing? I'm sure somebody did. I'm sure somebody does it when every celebrity dies. Number eight. Speaking of death. Both Deathloop and the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe have been pushed back to 2021 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Thrilling. Not surprised by Deathloop. Honestly, completely forgot about Stanley Parable Ultimate or Ultra Deluxe. What? What is... what I don't remember. Okay. I'll tell you what. If our podcast historian cares way too much, they will go find out. Because I'm pretty sure we've talked about it. I hope they don't care that much. That's a lot of work. That is a lot
3: of work. Don't do that to yourself.
2: Because there's no way you can search that. Because I know I didn't call that out in the description anywhere.
3: Uh... But
2: Deathloop... Not surprising. And I don't think it hurts it either. Mm-hmm. If it was slated for the fall, you got a lot of, you know, there's a big game that's currently still sitting in this fall window.
3: Called. I don't know what's going on right now. Call of Duty. Cyberpunk. I
2: can't remember. I wanted to make a joke so bad, but I can't remember oh. the name. Of the fucking show with all the puppies that we that were in the toy section and everything. Chase uh, is a Paw one of the Patrol? dogs. Yeah, Paw Patrol. I wanted to make a joke that the new Paw Patrol game was coming out this fall. And that was the one that everybody was waiting on. It was going to take everybody's time. Obviously, the real answer is Cyberpunk. It's still currently in the fall slot. Hasn't been delayed again yet. No, cross my fingers, knock on some fake wood, <laughs> do the whole thing. So you're going you're to avoid that window. Yes, there is a new Paw Patrol game coming. That's not a joke. I just don't know when it actually was. And I don't think anybody's going to play it. But that's... You never know. I couldn't remember the name. And so the joke fell flat because I took way too much time. And I hate it.
3: All right. We'll forgive you. Uh, No, you won't. (laughs) You never do. You never let me be myself, Matt. Not in front of the children. You really like me. (laughs) That was my...
2: (laughs) Can't tolerate her at all.
3: Sega. Sega. I don't remember. Wasn't? Wasn't? Did? they have a commercial that was just Sega? Yeah. Sega. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Sega will start quote aggressively porting games from its back catalog to Steam due to the strength of digital PC sales during the COVID nineteen lockdown. In an investor Q and A released. Uh, yesterday i think maybe two days ago sometime this week prior to us recording sega said that quote repeat sales of its catalog increased significantly in march and april this year the key platform during that period was steam with consumers purchasing digital games during lockdown Sega highlighted the performance of Persona 4 Golden, in particular, a PlayStation Vita game from 2012 that launched on Steam in June this year. Uh, Sales of the PC port were significantly higher than expected, the company said, and that has influenced its strategy going forward. You guys remember Sega still exists, huh? Yeah. Uh, They're trying to remember that they still exist by going to their back catalog. Aggressively. We will beat... The ever living
2: shit out of these games for as much money as they're worth. Yeah, just holding up Mega Man by the throat, just punching him till dollar signs stop popping out of him. That seems to be a. I mean, I don't. Is he even a psycho title? I don't remember. I don't know. That might be. I, yeah, I, I don't need to hear about that. I'm wrong. All right.
3: So, you only want to hear about when you're right. Oh, you know it. <laughs>
2: you know it.
3: I'm wrong enough.
2: <laughs> Let's highlight Let's when I'm Let's not right. start counting. <laughs> yeah. I don't have enough fingers and toes to get there. Just go look at my E3 predictions. Uh, I predicted a conference this year. Shot myself in the foot <laughs> with that one.
3: <laughs> what was the... There's a rumor. What's the... There's a Zelda game. I was going to make a reference to... Other people beating back catalogs. Um, wind, wind.
2: I mean, Wind Waker is a Zelda game.
3: I don't know. One of the Zelda games, Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time, it Breath matter. of the Wild. We all know that Twilight Princess. Majora's we're going to see it on Switch at some point, and that was one of the rumors. There's so many rumors this week, and I was just like, Nah, I'll just wait till they're actually real news. <laughs> I got a rumor, Matt. Yeah, what's the rumor?
2: There's a podcast next week whoa <laughs> you heard it here first would have thought number 10 Sucker Punch Productions number 11 <laughs> number 10 Sucker Punch Productions has announced Ghost of Tsushima Legends pulled directly from the PlayStation blog quote we designed Legends to be an exclusively cooperative gameplay experience You'll be able to partner up with friends or via online matchmaking and play Legends in groups of two to four players. Each player can choose from one of four different character classes, the Samurai, Hunter, Ronin, or Assassin. Each class has unique advantages and abilities that will reveal in the future. With two players in Ghost of Tsushima Legends, you'll be able to play a series of co-op story missions that escalate in difficulty, building on the foundation of combat from the single player campaign, but with new magical twists that often require careful synchronization with your partner. With four players, you'll be able to take on wave-based survival missions, fighting groups of the toughest enemies Tsushima has to offer, including new Oni enemies with supernatural abilities. If you can best the story and survival missions, you may be confident enough to take on the four-player raid that will arrive shortly after the launch of Ghost of Tsushima Legends, sending you and your partners to an entirely new realm to challenge a brutal, terrifying enemy. End quote.
3: There it is. Big thoughts, Matt. Uh, I was kind of surprised by this one. Small thoughts, Matt. <laughs> uh, there are no thoughts. No. Uh, I was surprised by it. Cool. We'll Definitely out of, no, out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Um, looks a little like that 20 seconds we saw. It looks cool. Um, We'll wait and see I'm sure we'll talk about it more Yeah I'm definitely intrigued to see Just how the game
2: How does it change When you have somebody else There's one thing we have During the game You have AI fight on your side And stuff mm-hmm. like that And unlike some games The AI actually do things Yeah They will actually handle themselves Until you get to walk over And just do the final kill <laughs> Oh I see you've done all the work over here And a slice Woo Kill credit to me <laughs> Moving
3: on I mean, I think they could get really inventive with, not really inventive, but more so compared to the game, the original game with uh, combat because of the magical twist, you know, like they could have different enemies that, you know, maybe have their own. Well, I mean, now the, I
2: mean, closest thing, air quotes, is the guys that throw the firecrackers. Yeah. So you just switch that to a spell. Yep. Or some other type of ground
3: effect. Yeah. The, I kind of suspect that this is going to be one of those things where the combat's very, very similar, but they just throw more shit at you. I, I think they'll
2: definitely throw more shit. I think what's interesting in the way that they word that is the synchronization idea with teammates, mm-hmm. in which I'm assuming there might be a new button prompt. Where if you both go into ghost mode or you both hit a button, you do a synchronized attack that puts you into a cool little cutscene with each other. Like back-to-back cutting down enemies type of thing. Or like somebody throws, you know, does the good old, uh, uh, what is it, like the brute break kick or even spear stance when you're doing the kicks. Mm -hmm. And you stagger them back and then the other one sword through and it allows you to kill... I don't know four enemies in your area or something after you've you've both reached the like similar to the ghost dance requirements where you had five enemies you had to kill before without being damaged to mm-hmm. trigger it something similar to that or having some type of uh, just team up abilities in general yeah that'd be cool it'd be in- it'd be interesting yeah I think it's. I get to do one thing while your spirit beast jumps over my shoulder and kills somebody type of thing.
3: Yeah. I think we're going to, I mean, it's the class part of it that has me kind of like scratching my head. I'm like, all right, what are you guys up to? The, the class
2: part of it, I think only is going to be samurai will be your tank. Assassins are your sneaky DPS. So you think it'll
3: follow traditional route and that, um, There'll be tr- they will be traditional archetypes, without saying they're that they are,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the samurai armor now gives you the major uh, damage reduction and stuff like that, so I'm assuming that follows similar to to legend. The hunter one basically allows you to be sensei Ishikawa and be ranged way of the bow, and you pew 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 pew. And at one point, it looks like you almost have a celestial bow because the person firing yeah. it has a completely white, almost ghost bow in a way. Um, the assassin, I assume, attacks very fast or has increased capacity of smoke bombs or kunai or something along yeah, those like lines. Like all the ghost
3: abilities? Yeah.
2: And then your... Ronin? Ronin is your mate, your tr- like best melee straight-up duelist. Which they are in the game anyway. So, so I think them all. Spoiler alert, Matthew. I've only killed their leader. All the ones that thought they could duel me. Their leader took his armor, fucked
3: his day up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am the ghost. All right, settle down. There, ghost. Dead. I am the one who comes in the night. all right moving on to some videos that we watched i swear to god if you wrote mosquito in here i haven't haven't looked because it's not i didn't but we really should no we shouldn't i'm okay we should do a new new, uh, new show where we do the show we should be doing is the one where we take shots based on horrible karate movies yes but we should also somehow work watching mosquito in what was the kill count? Listen, I have a beautiful 4K TV that's like... If we go to your house, we're not doing a show. She would murder us. Well, it'd we be fine. I'm hunting down the 4K collection of Bruce Lee. Hunting it down. I'll Amazon ship it to your house after we get done. Harder than you think to find that. <laughs> well, you can find it. You just not want to look at the price tag. I'll Um, import this shit. Canada, help me out. You know, let's do Xbox Series X dashboard video first because it's really stupid. Um, I mean, it matters to somebody. It does. I mean, it shows you the dashboard. It's a dashboard. They talk a lot about how they streamlined it to make it faster. Yeah, which which is is always always, good. Which is always the problem when
2: it comes to dashboards. mm -hmm. Your menu selection is laggy, blah, blah, blah. Or like... I know a lot of, uh, uh, grain of salt, the Xbox One launch dashboard was garbage Mm -hmm. because they tried to tile base it akin to what they were doing at the time with Windows 8 going into Windows 10 of having these tile-based bullshits and yada yada and trying to unify everything. Once they revamped again, people were like, okay, it's not as bad now. Uh, So I'm more interested to see, not what we say about it, because we won't experience it, Yeah, but the people that have... Not I don't even care what new people to Xbox say about it.
3: It's the existing. I want the thing, ones that base, have been yeah.
2: there, that have gone through these iterations to then get the new one and go, this sucks or it's good. You know, I'm just curious to see how they actually react to it. Mm-hmm. You know, did they take away certain things on quick menus or stuff like that? Because there's been talk that they potentially like stripped achievements out of a quick menu and now you have to go further to find them, which for some people is a big deal. So it's just intriguing. I mean, I'll be. It's funny to. When we're not Xbox people, but we don't give a shit about this. But when the PlayStation 5 dashboard drops, we're going to be like, Ooh, it's so pretty. Or it's not. And then it'll be the same thing where I'll be like, This is also stupid, but it's the ecosystem I'm in. Yeah,
3: that was what I was going to say is like exactly what you just said that we'll care about the PlayStation dashboard, but that's because we. Have in, more experience with that and, yeah. and have used it for the past um teen years. Yeah.
2: I mean, I was in a, I was at a PS3 late cycle, full PS4. Yeah. And we'll be going to a PS5. I was 360, switched to PS4. So I didn't experience the Xbox One unless I went to somebody's house. And then using a dashboard for two
3: seconds there doesn't, no. yeah, doesn't give me any and experience for how bad it is. Traditionally speaking, Microsoft will do more substantial dashboard renovations during their console generations than PlayStation does. Yeah. So like
2: PlayStation, you launch it, you get it. Yeah,
3: that's it. I mean, they do small refinements, but nothing even, you really notice usually like folder stacks and stuff. But. Yeah. And I'm saying even going back, like it
2: really hasn't changed much now. Some bigger logos and how some like logos are different or what might be, your customization options have gotten better about what mm-hmm. you can
3: delete off the quick bar and stuff like that, but it's, it ain't changed too much. Yeah. Uh, What else? Uh, Crisis Remastered. We got a short little clip, little yeah, about a little side-by-side. About a minute of some side-by-side
2: shots mm-hmm. with a September 18th, 2020 date on it. It looks in the stills, well, they're not necessarily stills, but in those shots look a lot better than what we previously saw. Yes. But. Yes. What's the problem with side-by-side single shots? Yes. Exactly. <laughs> they don't tell you anything. You can render a single shot as high as you want. Yeah. How does it play during gameplay? How, you know, the one of the captions on the screen is like 8K if you can handle it. Yeah. And I'm like, Cool. In gameplay, does it look like shit? Did you not fix the other to like, we had environmental texture problems, yeah, but we're show me the gun, show me my suit, show me. It's a
3: good start. I just hope we see more before September 18th. Yeah, and I think and we, it wasn't. That's not really a long delay either. Two months? No. Yeah. So, I mean, two two months and it already is this
2: much better. Take two more. Yeah. Take three more. Come out, in yeah. the, come out in December. Come out post-Game Awards.
3: Fuck it, dude. Come out in spring. Come
2: out Game Award night. Right now. That'd be pretty cool. At midnight tonight. Because Game Awards is on a Thursday. So drop the game on a Friday. Midnight tonight, you can download Crisis Remastered. And here's how we close out the show. By showing you the new trailer. And
3: then Jeff Keighley walks on stage dressed like Prophet. Okay. There it is. He gets a fucking sweet suit of armor, I guess.
2: Yeah, which doesn't totally corrupt him. He's already corrupted.
3: He is the one. Uh The Vessel. <laughs> and then we watched Black Myth: Wu Kong, 13 minute uh gameplay. Yeah. Teaser demo mm-hmm.
2: out of China?
3: Yeah. Something like that for what is it, Wu Kong, right? Uh, it's an action RPG based on the classic Chinese tale Journey to the West developed by Game Science. Uh Black Myth appears to be taking Souls-like approach to gameplay but with a vibrant environmental art style. Uh, it was created in Unreal Engine 4. Uh has a neat stealth mechanic in which you turn into a cicada to avoid bigger threats. And that's all I wrote.
2: Which the whole thing was interesting. It looked <clears throat> it visually looked very nice and had the souls, but more uh, Sekiro mm. vibes to it for me. Yeah. I love, love, love good staff combat.
3: Which it is, that
2: seems to have an abundance of. Well, yeah, because Wukong is a staff user. I don't know. Somebody's, bro. I'm not listen, a Wukong expert. Like you are, apparently. Somebody's going to argue with me that it's not
3: a staff. Don't give a shit. It's a two handed, long pole weapon. Why are you, why, when did you study wukong never okay i'm confused you like we're ripping all this wukong shit out. i'm like the monkey king i'm like all right clearly like you have gone past the joke of the monkey well, king there's well it's the monkey have king ga- have he, but he's gone in, into the real he's in everything
2: i think he was a hero in smite all right I never. he was no, in not he's me. in league of legends as a hero <laughs> all right i'm out <laughs> yeah that's what i mean like he's not just there but this is the only one where it actually looks like you would be
3: playing not a MOBA with him.
2: Yeah. Cause I, which I surprise, believe...
3: surprise. This is the first thing I probably play. Yeah. Season. I don't know.
2: I don't know about journey to the West. I guess I should just watch it at some point, but I believe the idea with Wu Kong and those stories is that he is similar to
3: your, you know, Greek, like a mythology level of yeah. people. So, Journey to the West is considered one of the, the great uh, Chinese classic writings from yeah. uh, their 16th century.
2: I mention two <laughs> fucking Wukong things, and this motherfucker goes Ming Dynasty on me. And he says, I'm insane?
3: Listen, I just know that because I did a smidge of research. So, Oh, heaven forbid, I thought you were just listening to... Uh,
2: Dan Carlson's uh, <laughs> I can't remember the name of his podcast. Shit. <laughs> Something. History. I don't know. Mm, it's killing me now. Hold on. I've I'm, I'm, got to look it up. because I, I need to make the reference correctly.
3: It did, did make me interested though. Because he like, also put out a new episode to uh, I don't know the it. East one.
2: Are you serious? Part four, yeah. I haven't listened to it yet, but I saw it up Ooh. the other day. All right. I'll listen to it. <laughs> Dan Carlin's hardcore history Yeah Yeah uh, There's a part four Of Supernova in the East Put up oh, That'll be June, interesting Since so it's
3: like per, Post-World War
2: II Put up June 3rd This description Has it as Coral Sea Midway And Guadalcanal Didn't we I thought Three of the most famous battles Of the Second World War Together they will shift The momentum in the Pacific Theater And usher in the era Of modern naval And amphibious warfare
3: I thought he went up to
2: This This um for spotify it has it being published june 3rd 2020 okay which is the only reason i thought i haven't listened to it because I, at least i thought i'll check it out
3: i'm curious cuz i thought he i thought he had finished that the
2: east Sup- east 3 october 26 2019 mm-hmm. shows as supernova in the east 3 japan's rising sun goes supernova and engulfs a huge area of asia and the pacific a war without mercy begins to develop infusing the whole conflict with a savage vibe
3: okay so So he might have
2: been midway through all right i mean he still he mentions midway in four so we probably were just starting but there's so much to cover in those he goes so deep that yeah anyway so yeah ming dynasty son of a bitch Yeah, chinese i bring uh, up a staff and a monkey king and it's oh oh you know too much (laughs) We're in the 16th century. Let me push my glasses right. up my nose. Well,
3: let's get into something that you do know vastly Plus, more than I do. But before, before you get to the okay. I know more things than you. <laughs> 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 the, the thing about staff
2: combat. Yeah. It's what I... uh In Syndicate, Evie Fry has like a cane mm-hmm. close enough. Yeah. was much better than uh, Jacob had just his fist. And I was like, that's so boring to me. And... I, ghost gets there kind of with the sword, but I so badly want to be Norio mm-hmm. with that, yeah, weapon we talked about last time. I'm like, yeah, make me a fighting monk. And Wukong is pretty close to that, uh. But whoa, God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bottle it now. The Ninja Turtle that uses the staff, Donatello. You know
3: what? Leonardo I...
2: has swords. Raphael has size. It's the purple one. Son of a, all right,
3: whatever. Michelangelo is the red one, right? I know Leonardo's blue. I think Ralph is red. Okay. Okay, if Ralph's red, I think he's red. Who's orange? The funny one. It's. Is it Michelangelo? That might be Michelangelo. Yeah, that might be Michelangelo. And then Donatello's purple. Okay, sounds good. We figured it out, guys. <laughs> 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 we, and somebody's gonna be like nope nope you're <laughs> way wrong. Up. well in our world
2: motherfucker that's the way it is i can just see it because it happens <laughs> to me when i listen to podcasts where i start getting angry yeah because i'm like no it's such a simple thing for you to understand how do you not know that you son of a bitch and then i'm like wait i just 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 give yourself 30 seconds i got nothing skip through these sections and come back to it I got anyway nothing. use the staff yeah and every time they tease the idea of that turtles game done similar to like Arkham, mm-hmm. I'm just like, yes, give me in here for some sweet staff combat.
3: Cause See, I feel like staffs fun. are like really underrated because they the They're, with the the reach and the versatility. I feel like you'd be hard pressed to d- defeat a good staff user.
2: You know how many times I watch kung fu movies and I just am waiting for somebody to pick up a broom handle.
3: Yeah, And I'm just like That's Jackie gone. Chan knows what's up. Yeah. He picks up a whole fucking ladder. He picks up anything. <laughs> Coat rack. If it's long, somewhat narrow, he can swing it around, yeah. take out a couple people at once, Jackie Jan. If he can be a bellhop and ride on that thing they use to carry your luggage, he'll do that too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. If he has Chris Rock around, he'll throw him.
3: That's point. Whatever <laughs> weapon you can use. Uh, anything else you want to say about uh, Black Myth? We'll never see it. Okay. Is, is like my semi worry. I had the same, had the same exact it. reaction though. And I didn't want to be the person who said it. But we always get these lovely looking things and everyone gets all hyped up. And then all of a sudden it's just kind of like. Like people will probably import fades it. Fades away. And find ways to potentially get it. Mm-hmm.
2: That arguably maybe aren't legal. I don't know if they are or not. Yeah. But it's just going to be one of those where. maybe we'll get it in five years yeah uh cross what is it uh crossfire x mm-hmm. that's the game that's coming that xbox has had in its pressers and it's coming to xbox and i think pc under them uh that has always been touted as like china's call of duty has now made its way out years later mm-hmm. so maybe there's a chance that eventually this shows up but by then, you'll see the new shiny thing they have. And you're like, ooh. So, we'll see.
3: All right. Uh, last up, we have Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Do you want me to, to read all the shit that I had written about it first before you talk about it or say, yeah, comment I'll, on it? I'll, I'll do what I normally do <clears throat> and
2: interrupt you. And then I'll say something and then you'll read the corrected part
3: of that. So, we'll be fine. All right. So, the game will be, quote, inspired by actual events. Hey, so, Cold War. Uh, it features the teaser features a real speech by a real KGB defector to help illustrate its point. So that whole video was real yep. that speech was real. Which is uh, interesting. It's an interesting take just if you haven't
2: I say if you haven't seen it. The majority of people that are going to play this game have no idea what is happening. Probably didn't actually pay attention during the Cold War time during uh, school to learn anything about it, but it is just an interesting I think this goes back to what they did this year with Modern Warfare. Yeah. Where they're like, we're gonna tie this shit to real events mm-hmm. and get as close as we can. Yes, I know Modern Warfare, they flipped who the bad guy was in the in the thing, but I feel like they're gonna they're gonna get right up to that line again and run it for as close as they can with real events.
3: Yeah. Seems to be their
2: shtick now. Which is cool.
3: They yeah, they make it works. A, they make a beautiful game. I just don't want it to take up my entire hard drive. Uh, according to snippets of text that flashed during the teaser video, players may play or interact with an alleged Soviet spy, codenamed Perseus, whose goal was to, quote, subvert the U.S. to ensure Soviet dominance in the arms race, end quote. And Perseus was an actual. Um, codename. name for someone the CIA was like. Lost track of. Yeah. They were aware
2: of them. That was their code name, And then. I think in the trailer it says that they were never found and their
3: whereabouts are currently unknown. So, um, and the game will be formally unveiled August twenty sixth.
2: Yep. So we'll have more on it next week because that'll be right before we record. Yeah, which will be nice. Yeah. Had to double check that it'd be before we record. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to see. I, I like the idea of going back. Uh. The, I, I say going back to going back to that era. A good a good step away from the futuristic, or modern. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to have the two. Well, as far as we know, I'm sticking by what I said, <laughs> and committing to it. If I'm wrong in seven days,
0: what if Add they fucking the flip it
2: on us though?
3: You're in it. You're in an animus. I wasn't going to go that far, but that's a flip. <laughs> That is a, that's something. Mason. What do the numbers mean, Mason?
2: Mason. Mason? No, Reznov's not real. Mason. That's the original Black Ops. The entire campaign. Mason and Reznov, whole thing. Great time. All right, well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, we'll see more next week. I'm I'm intrigued that it's confirmed to be Cold War, so like cool, but I want to see details, and well, next week we'll get them.
3: Yeah. I mean, given that Call of Duty is unveiling something, that's probably literally the only news we'll have that week, so we'll talk about it for a good amount of time. That's not true.
2: I believe Gamescom might be starting that week.
3: That's fucking bullshit. No, I don't know.
2: So we'll have potentially two things to talk about.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And no. then whatever the
2: hell happens between Epic and Apple.
3: Yeah. We'll
2: probably get so, some leaks. Two, so two and a half. Madden will be out. Two and a third. Something else. Three. Alright, I'm done counting random numbers and trying to think of what we might talk about next week. Okay. So, let's finish up with it's been seven days roughly since we've last reconvened. What have you been play, watch, read,
3: Awkward. Um, <laughs> it's a formality that I ask you at this point. I know. I downloaded Watch Dogs too. I tried to play a couple hours of it, and my dog decided that he wanted to violently jam his nose under my arm and whip his head up and then proceed to bark at me incessantly until I paid attention to him. So I did not play any Watch Dogs I mean, that sounds 2. like him. That um, needy son of a bitch. He is. We had to take him to the vet? Five infections. Oh, He's just going well, for a Well, not five infections. Five medications. But he has two. Both ears are infected. has a skin infection. And he's having some sort of gut bacteria issue. So. He is going for a record. He is. Um, what else is happening in life? He put a ribbon around him for every time he had one of those. he yeah, be right. sagging his head. Uh, so my to-do list is now Watch Dogs 2. I think I'm going to pick up the Samurai Jack game. Ooh. Uh, And that's where I'm at in life. Um, Haven't really read anything. I don't recall watching anything. Which is blatantly a lie, but I just can't remember. Marvel Phase 3 not happening? Nah, well, it will at some point. I don't... This is... The way my it's that weird work schedule thing. Ah, so this yeah, is my yeah. busy week. Next week no there'll time. be a, there'll be a ton of time yeah. theoretically. So, um, kind of spontaneously bought a new TV because ITV was uh, apparently a piece of shit. Um, so I have that to play with, and that's that's where I'm at in life. Yeah, and you blame me for your TV. So yeah, well, Ghost of Tsushima. You know, I played it. I was like, oh, it's a beautiful game. And then I came over to Nate's house, and he was playing it. I was like, what is this game? This isn't the game I have at home. Mom, can we get, you know? She's no, like, we no, have we this got at it, home. We got it at home. Yeah. So it's not, you know?
2: Yeah, and I didn't realize he was going to do it. And before he came up today, I get a snap of a TV, and he's like. "He." And it was weird, because I thought it was from Sam for a second. Mm-hmm. Because it said, Nate, this is your fault. Yeah. And you well, never I, will call me out by name
3: blaming me. I had meant to send the the message in our group, uh, and, and okay. I failed because, <laughs> you know, I'm For a second, now. I thought she just took your phone, and you're like, send this to him, please. <laughs> no. No, she was weird. I was really... It took me... I had broached the topic of the TV uh, when right after I right. was here. So, that was like last week or whatever. And... She was like really like I I when I want to make a big purchase, I always kind of like, you know, I try to eggshell egg walk in there. Yeah, exactly. And she was like really receptive to it. And which threw me off right away. Right. Because then immediately the sensors go up. Yeah. I'm like, what is going
2: on? Here? Something I'm else like, is. is a, hold on. Yeah, I see the shiny object. Where's the other one? Yeah.
3: There's a mystery afoot. You know what's going on? Yeah. You can't just hand me cake. You're going to hit me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So she was like, you know, oh, we've had this TV for a really long time, and, uh, you know, we we tend to hang on to these like these type of things for a long time. So like that, not necessarily that we could get a new TV is what threw me off. But she was willing. She was okay with me spending more than I would have thought. Yeah. And it's not like you're not going to use that. Like you can yeah. still use the other TV. Exactly. Well, that was the thing. We we need a TV for our bedroom, and I haven't bought one for it because I'm like, ah, I'd rather just replace the living room TV and yeah. move that one up. Yep. So she was it's like... the same cool. game I do. That's why I have a 40 in the kitchen for no yeah. reason. <laughs> she was like weirdly, really on board with it. So that made me like really leery of doing it. And then finally, <laughs> I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it and see what happens.
2: Women. Give us a fight. Because the moment you just say yes to our stupid ideas, yeah, we don't believe you. And yeah. now our
3: hair is raised mm-hmm. for the rest of the week. Well, like that's the thing. If if it was if it was just straight to a fight, I'd be like, all right, this is not happening. It's the fact that she didn't even like grill me a little bit. Right. right. Like no, if, she, no push- if she grilled me a little bit on it, yeah. And then was like, all right, I guess no pushback so, at all. I'd be okay. Like, it's the no pushback part. I'm like, alright. Alright. Is this a trap? Those chickens are up to yeah, something. Yeah, it's like you're testing me, aren't you? I'm going to buy chicken? the TV and you're going to be like, You spend too much money. <laughs> this I is can't why we trust don't have, you with this this anything. This is why we don't have nice things. Yeah. How many more mugs can I
2: fit on this mug rack? Exactly. So that's where I'm at in life. That's the Wallace and Gromit thing, right? It's how many, is these chickens
3: are up to something? Yeah, these chickens are up to something. Yeah.
2: Cheese gromit.
3: That's it. Fun? That's it for me right now. It's fun. It's fun stuff. Yeah, how about you?
2: You know, <laughs> more. Uh, eventually, I have to help some dude hang a TV, apparently. Um, but in terms of things I've been doing, played some MLB the show. I failed the listeners and did not make it any further in Ghost of Tsushima because You're I, yourself, I'm aware. Uh, One, my one excuse is for Saturday, I ended up playing D&D, so that took a large chunk out of my plans. (laughs) I also played Remnant from the Ashes that day, which took the other chunk out of my plans. Then, the rest of my week, except for today, when I played uh, MLB The Show, I played a game that this podcast might be familiar with called Football Manager 2020. Never heard of it. And I sank way too much time in it. I'm almost over 300 hours. We are the furthest Kenny and I have ever made it in a single save because we are in season three. And, you know, we're there. We're doing it live. We're doing it big. Maybe I'll play some more Sunday. We'll see.
3: 300 So insane.
2: I mean, we say 300 hours is insane. You spent half that time in Dragon Age Inquisition.
3: That's true. That's true, but it's like, don't get me wrong. We've been over this. Two hundred hours is a lot of hours. We've been over this. It's like you know, if we if we calculate, if we combined all the football managers together, and granted, they probably have improved a significant amount. Uh, I'm around seven hundred. I think. Yeah, you're up there. You're up there. It's just the uh, it's just a lot. Two it's a lot of time. two that are over two hundred. Another one over. 100. And then the new, when's the new game come out? Oh, uh, they delayed it. Okay, so that's interesting. Normally,
2: it would be I.
3: October, November. Yeah, maybe? I felt like it was coming up. because well, normally, normally it's... it's
2: later than the season starts, and it's after FIFA by usually a month. So it might be November, but I think they said they delayed it, and I don't think they put a date on it. Mm-hmm. Just because they've they've ran into pandemic you know, pandemic things too, and whatever. And at the same time, Kenny and I are like, oh, we're kind of okay with it because he's save, the saves going pretty good, so we're not worried. Not gonna hurt us if we have to keep playing this and keep winning. Uh, yeah so that's that's where we're at even then well no I was gonna say I was, I was I was gonna try to once again justify the idea that I spent that much time in that game
3: hey you know if you're uh, happy and you know it clap your hands exactly that's exactly it but uh yeah it's
2: I'm curious we should before you leave. I'm gonna boot up my PlayStation. I'm gonna see how much time I've spent in the show. Because I went hard at the beginning of the year.
3: And you you play it very regularly.
2: Yeah. It's, it's fallen off since like June. Like the late June. I've kind of fallen away from because I've just got caught up in other things, football manager, other things, football manager, mostly football manager. <laughs> uh, I bet I bet like And Ghost took up some time because there was a large section between PlayStation, uh, between the show's launch and Last of Us, the PlayStation was for the show. There was nothing else I was doing on it. And mm-hmm. then once I finished Last of Us, there was nothing I was doing on it until Ghost came out. And then, like, it is now, once I finish Ghost, it will go back to being a MLB the show machine until I get my PS5. Yeah. So, there's probably still a couple, there's probably over 100 hours in that game, which isn't close. To football manager but yeah yeah i mean the only closest thing to it is not something that's even close to it and we won't discuss that yeah that is that thou shalt not be named until until later later this year year when the expansion (laughs) comes out and then thou shall sink much more time into said game (laughs) we shall not mention the name for if i summon the name it shall consume us all
3: that's that sounds fair. It does.
2: <laughs> right when you think you're out, Matt. Right when you think you're out, it just
3: pulls you back
2: in. It it does uh the last thing I'll leave this podcast with, because now we're kind of just running in circles, uh, is the Rick and Morty meme. When Morty says, You son of a bitch, chime in. Yeah. Every time when Wow just does like a minor change, and I'm like You crazy son of a bitch, I'm in. (laughs) Every single time. Or there's just any slight changes to games where I've been like, oh, I'm slightly away. I've drifted slightly away. And they're like, hey, we dropped a bunch of new content. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. (laughs) Let me just dive headfirst into the deep end of the pool. And, oh, there was no water. Yeah. So that meme's applicable probably to the show as well. Oh, that then, this uh, well, here's the thing that meme is 100% applicable to this show, but not for the listeners. Mm-hmm. I was saying the show. Oh, yes, the show. I thought you meant this show. It definitely is because you and I will get each other going and just be like, Haha, yeah, you son <laughs> of a bitch, I'm in. But then you get to the listener part of it and they're like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> anyway, uh, reviews, comments, leave them. We enjoy you, share it. I don't care. It's up to you. This whole thing's free for you anyway. We are just here to talk